how to start a business while working at a full-time job, how to launch an online shop as a mom. Can we build an empire while raising humans and not being fired? If you are asking yourself these questions or have doubts about how you are going to make it all work, this episode is for you because it's all about what does it really take to launch and run your business while having a full-time job and raising humans. Corporate leader in process improvement and optimization and founder of Spindia Leggings, Cynthia Sanchez, and myself are sharing the most important aspects to decide on the right product to sell first. And she's going to give you actionable steps you can take right now to launch your business with confidence. Welcome to the Life Boss Podcast. Are you ready to be unstoppable? Karen Mieses here, your business strategist and productivity expert, calling BS on the lies keeping us stuck. I share with you the top tips and tricks to hug your body, soul, and mind so that you squash all the overwhelm, stop glorifying stress, and design a business that brings you joy. If you are ready to show up and work smarter, I want to show you how to become unstoppable. Let's dive in. Today, I have not only an amazing badass woman, but she's my sister-in-law, my soul sister and friend. So I'm lucky to have her in my life and I admire her so much that when my sister listens to this, she's going to be jealous. But (laughs) with no more or further ado, uh, welcome to the show. Cindia Sanchez. Welcome, Cindy, to be on the live bus. And first and foremost, how or why did you decide to start a company about fitness apparel when the majority of people were saying, oh my God, that is so saturated? Yeah. Tell us about you and Spindia and how all this came to be. Um, thank you, Karen. And thank you for having me on your show. And you are fantastic too. And, and Alexa is fantastic too. So I'm, I'm surrounded by really powerful women. Um, so that's funny, right? That, that was one of the first things I thought, um, am I going to really launch another leggings company, right? You can find leggings anywhere. You can find leggings in the five and below store. Um, but what I realized is, that there's still a need for the market because it's so inconsistent, right? Unless you go to stores like Lululemon or Lira, that one legging can be so expensive. And to be honest, if you're a person that works out every day, it's kind of hard to maintain, right? Good quality leggings. So I did a survey and I asked uh, my friends and, and, and strangers, what are you looking on on leggings, right? And everything they told me, you cannot find in one pair of leggings. They're either see-through or they don't have the pockets or they're not high-waisted, what you name it, right? So we were really specific on what we wanted. And believe it or not, 99% of the people said the same um, attributes. And I said, okay, so now that I know what people want, let's see what's out there. 
And again, the only two brands are now, I mean, they're like, I want to say maybe all Navy now is bringing them to. So I found them on Navy. I find them in, I said, Lira, Lululemon, really high-end um, stores that, again, if you're a person that works out every day, it's kind of hard to maintain. So that's why I decided to, you know what, I'm, I'm still going to do it anyways. But the main trigger was my my cycling ladies. So I teach a cycling class, um, been doing it for 10 years. I enjoy my cycling ladies. And every time you will die laughing, listening to their conversations, it's like, oh my God, my pants are always falling or they're pointing to their privates and say like, oh, all that sweat. So it's like common things that we women struggle with, but we don't talk about it. But listening to them talking about it in a setting, I'm like, guys, I got you. I'm going to do this. And as I started researching, I realized there's there's a gap, there's a need, right? There's a niche um, of people that are looking for specific things for high quality, but are not willing to pay over and over above $100 for a pair of, of leggings. It is hard, particularly if you are raising humans and trying <laughs> to win it all. Uh, for women, I believe that uh, we got to spend a lot of money on our kids, but then when it comes to us is... Uh, that can wait for uh, later. So I thought that it relate, but what uh, caught my attention right away is that, yes, you know that people say, oh, why there's so many company leggings, but how uh, you mentioned that there's inconsistency in, in the market that you did a survey. And I'm always uh, uh, talking about how to decide on your right idea. And you ask your people, and listen to their language. And that's so key. So when you were about to say, okay, so I'm decided this is what I'm gonna be doing. There's a possibility here. Did you doubt at any point that you were gonna be able to pull this together? One thing about me, Karen, and, and you know this, you know me, but the people listening don't, is for me, no, means I watch me, right? For me, it's too hard means Okay, I'm going to try it. If I don't succeed, at least I'm farther than where I started. So I, um, being an athlete, right, your mentality is always there's one more, one more lap, one more run, right? So it is a lot of work. I'm not going to lie, right? Every, not everything is, is roses and unicorns. They lead a lot of work. So when everybody's sleeping in the house, I'm going through inventory. I'm trying to figure this out. But at the same time, seeing somebody that is a little on the heavier side, telling me, oh my God, your leggings are making me feel amazing. I feel like safe. I feel I feel like the leggings actually grabbing everything. That's why I'm doing this. Of course, the financial um, aspect is an important one, but seeing how literally out of 30 people, 10, 25 in my class are women and they're coming with my products and they don't have to stop to adjust their leggings. They don't have to worry about see-through. That, that's fulfilling, right? And that keeps me going. So you always have those signs of like, oh, I'm so I'm so tired. But then you get up and you're like, okay, let's do this. And do what you have to do for the day, I guess. Uh, <laughs> when you, uh, uh, that, that part of uh, bringing apparel to building self-confidence, do you see in their faces that they are, because these are people that have trained with you before, now you are seeing your classes fill up and you're like, oh my God, that's mine. That's mine too. And uh, do, do you see a difference in how they show up for themselves? And, and yeah, right. And, and that's what I meant to, to explain. 
it's their faces, right? They, they feel confident. There's nothing, and this is going to sound shallow, but there's nothing better than feeling good about yourself when you get a new haircut or you got a new work uh, robe or makeup done or your nail, right? There's something, at least for me personally, of having something that makes me feel better about myself. It could be something little. And you can see it in, the, see it in their confidence, right? Today, um, I'm training a, a teenager. She's, she's um, above 300 pounds. And she's been struggling for the longest time, not finding anything, right? So her main, her main um, dri drive to go to the gym is because she's like, I'm her, she called me Titi, auntie. She goes to the store and she cannot find anything, right? So I said, okay, I got to. So I gave her a pair of leggings and I'm like, I'm going to equip you um, to feel good, to feel better. And nine and day, Karen, nine and day, when she first started going to the gym and then she has official leggings, right? So now she's like, okay, I'm at the gym, I'm official leggings. And today she broke 300 pounds. She's been struggling with that for at least four months since we started. So today she was 299. I started crying. She started crying and something as little as having an official legging actually drove her to, to do better. That's insane, right? You don't think about those things. People think it's shallow, but self-confidence comes from within and feeling good comes from within. Yes, right, right on the morning. I have like chills and goosebumps. This is audio, but uh, uh, you are so right. And, and I was invited to the, the, um, a few weeks back to the Post for Success uh, podcast. And we were talking about that. And I said, listen, if I don't wear heels, <laughs> if I don't put mascara on, if I don't do my eyebrows, like that's my minimum to be able to show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we all and, have the little things. You're right. Yes. I mean, whatever, and if, uh, whatever works for you is very important to honor that. And I, and I believe that you uh, embody that in everything that you are doing because uh being unapologetic <laughs> and authentic that it's not just a buzzword it's something that it's uh the fire that comes from within and it will be light up differently yeah. for some people it can be meditation for some people it could be all natural and great but if it for you that you like the purse, if you like the shoes, if you uh, like your apparel, I take really pride on my uh, fitness apparel as well. And uh, when I was uh, 70 pounds heavier, I'm like, uh, one of my, I can totally understand because one of my mini goals was like, I want to show up in that workout gear. Yeah, yeah. Now, honor that, honor that. Uh, it's part of the journey. So when you look back, how long have you, uh, as of the recording, February 5th is when uh, 2022 that we are recording this. How long have you been building uh, Spindia brand? So officially, we're having in business for a year. Um, I started my surveying and all my marketing research. Um three months, October of 2019, right? Like in the middle of the pandemic. It's like, who the heck starts a business in the middle of the pandemic? But that's when I realized they need what's more. That's when everybody's staying at home. Everybody's buying, com I mean, comfort clothes, leggings, um, sweatpants. So that was the perfect opportunity, right? To, to launch this. 
um, the challenge was finding the right suppliers, excuse me. Um, that was a little challenge with the supply chain, right? But um, with, uh, with good planning and a lot of research, um, that's not an issue anymore. The inventory is still an issue, but um, that part is not. So um, to answer your question that I have an answer, October 2019, um, all the research, all the marketing, and then I registered the company December 2019. So you started your company in the middle of the pandemic, <laughs> and we are now uh, on a supply chain crisis. Yes. So how are you maneuvering with yet another potential pivot? in finding uh, suppliers when you already have, okay, so I have this figure out, this is why I was moving, you already have a process because mm -hmm. uh, Cynthia's uh, land is process improvements <laughs> and optimization. Yeah. And now you have to, okay, so now we need to reach out for uh, How are you managing that? Um, and that's when you need to sit down and put the time, right? So, and, and time is such a big word because we never have time for everything, right? We don't work out because we don't have time. We don't do X because we don't have time. And what I realized is if we do have the time, we just have to rearrange our priorities. Amen, right? yes. So when, when I know the supply chain was becoming an issue, I had to reprioritize and I'm like, okay, marketing has to go to the back burner now because I cannot market what I don't have at hand. And, um, and then I started doing more research and reaching out to more suppliers. So I ran like several, several RFPs. So RFPs are a process in which you have a list of the items you need or the services you need for that, um, for that as an example. And then you send it to all the suppliers that are within your network and then they'll come back to you and say, I have them available and I'm, this is the price. So it, it took, that was a long process, but um, the benefit is that now I have six or seven suppliers that if one is short in stock, I know the other ones are going to have them. Uh, what do you think it's been the uh, key to you in being able to make changes faster than the majority of the people? Uh, yeah. what, do, what do you think that has helped you? <laughs> this is going to sound lame, but it's, I, if I cannot control it, I won't waste my time. So can I control that the supply chain is bad? No, right? So what can I do in addition? So then I need to expand my network to make sure that I have more options. Um, as for being a, a one person alone, it's easier for me to reshuffle. I don't have like a board that I have to say like, we need to do this. So being a smaller company is easier to maneuver, but being a smaller company does has a lot of um, challenges too. As you know, <laughs> you have one. Um, but again, everything goes back to sit down and, and prioritize. And it's what, where are you right now? You always have to have a good handle on the current situation and not just internally, externally. And when you run a business, whatever your business is, right? If you're into lashes, make sure that you are current on like, are the producers of lashes having a tough time? And I know this sounds silly, but those are things that as a small business, you need to be, you need to focus. You need to just say like, wait, I wasn't paying attention to that, but now I, I need to pay attention to it. So it's just, again, reprioritize, focus on what you can control and, um, and be creative, right? Not, don't think that, so for example, the, when um, 
I had issues with some of the, the suppliers with the leggings. It took forever, especially the sets, like this set here. It took forever. Like it was supposed to be here March last last year. They didn't make it until June. I'm like, oh my God. So what did I do? Then I had to get creative with what I had in hand. Or then I had to go to a supplier that I know he will do a quick thing and I brought the brass, right? So you have to get creative. You have to keep the momentum. So I could not sell the sets because I didn't have them, but I could just then let me focus on the brass because I have them. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And uh, so many nuggets of wisdom throughout uh, you touch into how important is consistency, how important is to research your mm -hmm. market, to survey, basically not flying by the seat of your plan, plan <laughs> but sometimes we have to do it. Yes. But when yes. you have the when you have the plan, when you have the research, when you have the data, the drama is not going to drag you down <laughs> over everything else. And then prioritizing uh, our uh, episode 89 uh, was about actually finding time, the perfect with flow, because yeah, it's true. It's about priorities. We all yep. have the same amount of time. And, and it's so key of uh, what you said about letting go on what we cannot control and focus on the things that we do control. So you do have a regular J-O-B. <laughs> you are a high-level executive and you have three kids, and you teach cycling, you've yep. been an athlete, you are racing athletes. Uh, how the heck <laughs> do you prioritize? Um, planning, right? And, 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 and I learned this from seeing you too, right? You have three kids and like so many things going on. It's planning. We had this conversation at your kitchen, I remember. Um, it's so hard to plan, right? It sounds, it sounds simple, but just plan it. So I write everything I have to do down. Like I, I have sticky notes everywhere, like lame Like I'm just going to show you right now. I'm not kidding. I have sticky notes everywhere and I just write things. So I don't forget because if I don't write it down, I forget. So, and it's depending on the day, right? So I know my Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays is the day I, I teach class. So then for those days, I know the, the marketing of the business, then it's not going to be priority that day. But what I do is the day before, I do marketing, right? So I, you take your days and you said, okay, what's, what is for today? And there's always going to be things that cannot be done. Let's be honest. There's things that I, there's weeks that I haven't done a post, not because I don't want to, it's just because I haven't had time, but I know if I don't post, I don't sell. So then I need to just refocus. And I'm like, you want to sell, you need to sit down and just get it done. Right. So is that constantly balancing? It's a balancing act. And but in order for you to master that, you need to let go of the guilt and the guilt of, oh my God, am I being a bad mother? Am I being a bad daughter? Am I being a bad partner? Because I'm not watching TV with the kids. And, um, and that's when you need to let go of your guilt, right? One of the things, and, and you and I were kind of raised the same way, like our mothers are fantastic. They're strict, they're disciplined, but we are who we are because of them. Um, but one thing that at least in my personal is like, I saw my mom just being a mom and a wife. And that's a fantastic thing if that's what she chose to do. I didn't want that. I wanted to work. I wanted to have a career, right? I wanted to have a business. 
But I know in order for me to do that, I will have to give up some of the things that my mom did not give up. And I had to let go of the guilt. I had to let go of the guilt that if I'm traveling, the kids are going to be fine. The kids are with that. So, and to be honest, that has been one of the hardest thing for me. It's not even the work. It's not even the time. It's letting go of the guilt of feeling like a bad mother for wanting to have a business or wanting to have a career. Oh my God, that is a topic for a whole different like show. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, because yes, it is It is a reality. Uh, and, and, and I experienced that and I have shared this before, how hard it was uh, in the beginning. And sometimes it still uh, shows up uh, when there are triggers everywhere <laughs> that I can, there are times in this balancing, balancing act that I cannot be 100% for the business and 100% for the clients and 100% for the kids and the yeah. husband. Like this 100% for everything is never going to be everything 100% all the time. <laughs> exactly. And, and as once I accepted that, once I accepted that having a career doesn't make me a bad mother, and it's a little easier, the balancing act, right? Because then you don't feel bad giving away minutes of, again, watching a TV show with your kids sitting down on the couch. I might be sitting next to them. I'm just on the computer, right? So again, it's just what's important to you. I think sometimes we women feel like we need to cater to everybody else and we put ourselves in the back burner. And that's something else that I decided to, to stop doing too, right? Like I needed to take care of my health. Like we know each other, so... I was 70 pounds bigger too. I was 200 pounds when I had my first child. That was all my doing. I the one decided to eat everything. But um, but the self-esteem takes a toll, right? And then it is hard. It is hard. But um, letting go of the letting go of the guilt, prioritizing, and understanding that some things, some days, not everything is going to get done, and that is okay. That's how I can manage, to be honest. And not perfect by any means. I mess up every single day. I, I forget something. I'm like, oh my god. I haven't forgot my kids in any place yet. So that's a bonus. Um, but um, yeah, things sometimes don't get done. So what would you like if looking back at the highlight reel of everything that you have accomplished, what do, would you have liked to know way mm -hmm. sooner? Huh. Let's see. <laughs> um, that's the book prompt. That, that, that's probably going to be the, the, the chapters of your book. <laughs> <laughs> Things I wish I knew sooner is literally what I just spoke. I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to be all put together all the time. It's okay to cry. It's okay to get frustrated. It's okay to wake up and feeling like doing anything. It's, it's, it's okay to, to leave things and people behind. It's okay to protect yourself and it's okay, blood, like if, if your family is making you, if dragging you down, it's okay to say mom, dad, sister, husband, whomever, I need a second because this is the direction I'm going and this is not where you're supporting me, right? I knew, I, I wish I knew that one before, right? Like I was raised in a culture where you will always respect mother, father, everybody. You will always do as you're told. And um, 
when you start saying like, no, I don't really want to do that, right? It feels weird because that's not <laughs> that's not how you were raised. You were raised to like, yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, that's not the programming. So it's really, <laughs> really hard to uh, <laughs> to let go of that programming and and and, and put a, a new a new one. And and I want to say I. I was maybe what 35 when I'm like, why am I trying to please everybody? Literally, it was like one morning, I'm like, why? Like, I felt like I had to please and cater for everybody. And I was running around with my, my hair cut up on fire, feeling like always exhausted. Like, no, <laughs> I need to stop that. But again, that's not, that's not the programming we had. So letting go, being okay of letting people out of your life, being okay of taking a, a day, going to the spa, going on vacation with your girlfriends, it is okay. It is okay. And it's recommended, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I really like what you're talking about because many times uh, when we are starting a business or when we are running a business or we are in the process of pivoting and reinventing ourselves, we start looking outside at the literally the things that we need to do, like my IG bio, am I doing reels now? Am I doing TikTok? What am I going to be saying? My website, my email list. And you have in the middle of everything that you're going through and still balancing, balancing a full-time job and, and building an empire, raising humans, you are focusing so much to inside of us and not to all the little things that we think are going to be the ones that are going to propel us to the success. Yeah. So that is absolutely uh, a refreshing. And, and, and I think something even for me to analyze into letting go to the guilt trip that if that sales page is not up or <laughs> I had to do it and <laughs> like, it's not perfect, but it's there and I'm going and I'm moving. Exactly. And, and it doesn't have to be perfect. It just have to be okay. And, and one of the things I actually learned is the fact that I have a career, the fact that I'm independent, the fact that I cater for myself as well as my kids, my daughters are seeing that, right? I'm breaking the chain of I'm raising a woman and you are going to be a mother. You are going to be a wife, right? And I'm not saying that's wrong or right. But it's the culture, right, that we we brought up. Or you're a woman, your expectations are have kids and be a mom. And um, I mean, of course, if you have kids, you're a mom. Have kids, get married and have kids. But um, which is perfectly fine. But I'm showing my daughters a different aspect of being a woman. It, be independent, be adventurous, get on a plane by yourself and go to a country. And that's okay. Be safe, planet, but that's okay. That doesn't make you less woman. That doesn't make you a bad person. It's a beautiful thing. The fact that they're seeing their mom doing her own thing. So they're doing their own thing. Like Adriana has her diving down. Gabriela has, I don't know how many little projects she has, but they're seeing that there. They're not seeing like, oh my God, my job is to always be cooking on the kitchen or cleaning, which again, each person have their own things that they adore. I hate cleaning. One of my best friends love cleaning to each their own. The point is that whatever it is that makes, fulfills you, could be cleaning or traveling or whomever or whatever, you shouldn't feel guilty for it. You should enjoy it. You should like embrace it because it's what makes you happy. We are always looking out for others, but we never look out for ourselves. So when I realize if I don't look out for myself, how am I going to have the energy for look out for others? 
right? That's what I keep reminding myself every time I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a massage. Believe it or not, that an hour and a half that I'm on that table, I'm recharging. I'm recharging so I can come back and do what I need to do. And I let go of the guilt that I'm spending money on a massage because it sounds shallow. It sounds shallow if I'm getting a massage. But it's yeah, we, we need to break with that stereotype. Uh, lately, I have been uh, talking with my, my, my friends and even uh, my, my clients, telling them we, we have to start like reintrospecting that when we are taking time off, we are actually making money. Exactly. Because when I am done uh, a massage session, my creativity is so high. <laughs> Did I write the 10 emails that I was postergating and procrastinating <laughs> and putting uh, out? And uh, it is because of that. When you, when we are recharging our, uh, ourselves, when we are removing ourselves from the whole equation and mm -hmm. take a breather, then our creativity expands. Yeah. And that goes to sleep. I sleep um, by 10, I'm in bed. All right. So if there's a night that I need to go to bed at midnight because I need to do the marketing, fine, I'll do it. But I make sure that I don't, that's not my habit going forward because I need to rest. I need to sleep again. I don't know about you, but I remember in college waiting until the last minute to read everything. At some point you stop learning. You're just reading. Right. So I'd be like, why am I still up getting frustrated? I'm tired. I'm, I'll send this email tomorrow. I'll make the post tomorrow. So it's not like I'm procrastinating, which I can do too. It's that I'm saying, okay, right now, sleeping is more important than sending the post, right? So that goes back to that balancing act of like, I know I need to send it, but right now I'm so burnt that I'm not being efficient. And I don't want to post something that is going to be, that's going to look awful. It's going to have an error. So just go to sleep, recharge, and start all over again tomorrow. And it's a matter of sustainability too, because uh, life and, and now more than ever before, like our uh, life right now in 2022 is a different way yeah. of living than two years ago and uh, the only way to make sustainable growth mm -hmm. it's to find a pace that yeah. works for us and, and and in this is everybody's different so it's exactly. listening it's listening to and honoring what we need to do so you when it comes to plans oh, sorry you're saying no, no, I said just, and take time for yourself. That, that's it. Like, I, I think that was, if there's something that I would just say to take with you, it is okay to take time for yourself. Whatever that means for yourself. If that means going to Zumba, doing laundry, whatever that means for you, it is okay to take time for yourself. Oh, that's a great wrap up because actually that was going to be <laughs> my last question. Like, what will you tell? We, we have uh, talked about a beautiful topic into motherhood and honoring ourselves and honoring the plants, but also uh, learning to be flexible and have grace uh, with ourselves so that we can keep building and pumping our confidence in this process. So I know that everybody can find you at spindia.shop, right? Yes, and correct. there's uh, the links to all your Instagram and you are more on Instagram or TikTok. <laughs> so one of that's one of the challenges, right? Oh my God, so many social media, but that goes back to the time. So I'm trying to, I'm starting in TikTok. I, I'm more of a Facebook user. I'm old. I'm a Facebook user. 
Um, but I'm starting in Instagram and TikTok. So they can find me in all the three platforms. And I'm starting to just making sure that I, I create more content in TikTok. Um, so that's one of the things that I'm doing. Um, I'm creating short videos of workouts. So one three minute video, um, two minute video. And of course I'm wearing my clothes because I want you to see my clothes. Um, but the purpose is three minutes, just a squat workout. It's only three minutes. It won't take you time. You can do it in the kitchen. You are with me in the kitchen, right? So, and that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm going to be posting more. Um, there are studies that show that if you push yourself to move 150 minutes in a week, and that sounds like a lot, but it's really not, your mood is going to improve. If you have depression, anxiety, it's going to improve. So I'm trying to provide tools and resources for people that time commitment, it's kind of a challenge because it is true, right? Time is a challenge. Um, so I'm using TikTok to post um, those mini workouts so you can find them there. Oh, I love that. So make sure that you visit spindia.shop. Uh, I'm obsessed with the bras. Uh, <laughs> the sports bras are the best and I have uh, been working out for actually my entire life. And they are like the past, since I got my bras, I think those are, one is washed <laughs> and then the other one, like uh, they are really, really good and, and very, very comfortable. So, so people know you because the reality is that these are, I have some uh, rapid fire questions. Do not <laughs> think about it. Okay. Uh, and let's see what comes out. So what is your favorite quote or saying to keep you going? It could be nothing, something that you tell yourself. <laughs> no, it literally is nothing has been written about coward people. Love it. Nothing has <laughs> been written about coward people. If you couldn't do what you are doing now, what would you do? I will travel everywhere, every single country and meet every single culture. Okay. What does your morning routine look like? Get up, brush my teeth and get coffee. Don't talk to me. Coffee. Okay. <laughs> we have the same problem. No, don't talk to me. What one thing you cannot live without? Coffee. I know. So sad. Coffee. <laughs> Uh, so are you uh, an early bird or a night owl? Early bird. Birth. No, not a bird. Early bird. <laughs> early bird. Yeah, you are definitely are an early bird. <laughs> I, I love it. Thank you so much, Cindy, for being here. We've talked about being consistent, about finding the gaps in the market by listening to your customers, doing surveys, research, and executing the plans by prioritizing, reprioritizing, let go, and in the process, find the courage to do what you need to do with grace and guilt free. Again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for tuning in, Rockstar. If you enjoyed today's show, subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. Also, head over to livebosspodcast.com to get access to some free resources to help you with today's experiment. Do you want to be a guest? Email me to the livebosspodcast at gmail.com to learn how. <laughs>